0: Money FM 89.3, best of weekends.
1: If you are a football fan, and maybe even if you aren't, but just want to see some great action at top level, the Premier League Giants Liverpool and Crystal Palace will play the inaugural Standard Chartered Singapore Trophy 2022 right here in Singapore on the 15th of July. Let's jump into this right now. Our guests, uh, Tan Chuan Jin, the Speaker of Parliament here in Singapore, an MP from Marine Parade, a lifelong <laughs> Liverpool fan, and uh, ex-Crystal Palace football club player and now Haugang United star Andre Moritz, both joining us. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Glad to have you with us.
2: Hi, morning. All right, Chuanjin. Let's start. Good morning, with, guys. Good morning, Glenn. Good morning, Hi, good morning, Andre. Uh, Jin, good morning,
0: Mr. Tan Chuanjin. Chuanjin, let's start with you first. What does it mean
2: to you, Liverpool coming to Singapore? I think it's exciting. I mean, it's a lifelong fan, and for quite a while, a lifelong suffering fan. Um, but the recent few years have been really exciting. Uh, I think the chance, I guess, for fans, and I think not just for Liverpool, but football fans as a whole. Uh, to be able to watch the team play live, I think it's always exciting. Especially in recent years, they've been, I think, on really top form. I think many neutrals uh, really enjoy the way they play. Yeah. So I think I'm glad that they are able to be in town. And I had the opportunity to catch them at Anfield last year. In the space of uh, about a week, they had three home matches at Anfield. So that was uh, great. Wow. Seeing them up close and uh, taking in the atmosphere of the cop. And André, you were at uh, Crystal Palace, so it's fantastic for you
0: that Crystal Palace had come to Singapore. You played, I believe, for Palace 2012, 2013, if I'm correct. Uh made yeah, 27, true. Made 27 appearances. I mean, firstly, what was that like, playing for Crystal Palace? And secondly, did you ever play against Liverpool?
3: Yeah, uh, it was an amazing experience to play for Palace. Uh, actually, the, the year I played for Palace was the year that we got promoted to the Premier League. So it was a special year. Unfortunately, I haven't played against Liverpool. It would be, I guess, one of uh, all football players' daydream you know, to, to play the Premier League. But unfortunately, that uh, dream didn't come true.
0: And Andre, you're yeah. now playing for Haugan United in Singapore, just so people know that, so they can get down and watch you and support the Singapore Premier League. Very important to support mm. uh, local football. Just briefly tell us a little bit about Crystal Palace for the benefit of our listeners.
3: What it was like well, for you. Crystal Palace... Crystal Palace, uh, 10 to 15, 15 years ago, it was in the Championship. It's the league below the Premier League. Uh, struggled a lot. They, they've played a long time in the Premier League, but then they went down to the Championship and stayed there for a long time. So they, they just got new honours uh, who wanted to change the game, who wanted to change and do something different for the club uh So the board, uh the club now is more like a family club. You know, all the all the chairmen they just come along every almost every day to the training ground. They try to transform the atmosphere over there like in a family. So that's why I think the success of the club and of course the fans. You know, Crystal Palace has one of the best fans in the all over the world. I mean, I can tell you by uh, my own experience because when when I was there in Selhurst Park, which is the name of the stadium of uh, Crystal Palace. You can everybody who goes there just get amazed by the atmosphere that the fans bring to the football club, you know.
1: Right. Yeah, and that atmosphere Andre is going to be right here in Singapore. We're talking about news that Liverpool will be playing here in Singapore against Crystal Palace for the inaugural Standard Chartered Singapore Trophy 2022 on the 15th of July. Whether or not you're a fan of either club or even a even a football fan in general, you should go to this game to see the you know the the great action that's going to be on the field and uh, we're speaking today with uh, Tan Tuan Jin, Speaker of Parliament, uh, and a lifelong Liverpool fan and ex-Crystal Palace player, and now Haugang United star Andre Moritz. Uh, and chuan uh, if I can just go back to you, uh, looking at this a little bit more broadly, this is uh, this is the the next in uh, a list of several major sporting events coming back to the sports hub. Of course, F1 will be coming to the street circuit in September. Um, as you look at this kind of from a bigger sports view for Singapore and, and kind of coming through into this endemic phase of the pandemic, um, how are you feeling about the direction we're moving? With sports and and these big marquee events in Singapore,
2: no, I, it's great. I mean, it's it, you know, it's a bit like uh, when you're walking around town these days and you see people out and about. It's it, it makes me feel happy. Yeah, I mean, just to see people out and about and enjoying themselves and having some of these events come back for people to watch and to participate in, it's really exciting. So, I think whether it's football, whether it's F one, and the whole range of things, like i as a table tennis, not very long ago. Uh, you know, badminton is mentioned, mm-hmm. so I think the calendar is beginning to be packed up. Um, I think not just on the sports scene but on the cultural scene, it's being opened up. It's great for industry, it's great for athletes to have an audience to play in yeah. front of. I mean, like being in Mandai, where I'm from as well, I think the animals seem to get a bit livelier as well, having people a lot more people milling around them. So, I think it's um it's it's great i mean like when i was at olympics last year and you know there were some folks who think about oh whether we should be hosting this amidst the covid but the truth is it's it's a gift to the world we every day people around the world looking at how many people are coming down infection how many people in hospital how many critical but actually sports have a really has a really uplifting effect and i think uh, having these events come back in a big way uh, i think it's really important I think not just for sports itself, but for the human spirit.
1: Chanjin, uh, if I can just uh, throw on one little quick mention there as well, and I know you're going to want to make mention of this, and the national school games have been going on for the past couple of weeks here in Singapore. Indeed, and indeed. we've had some amazing competition and records being broken. And, you know, we are building a sporting culture here in Singapore. It's taken a while, but it is coming up.
2: No, what is really encouraging is that despite the hiatus that has you know, been imposed on the athletes, Many of them have been very driven to find new ways to train and the fact that records are falling um, shows that the resilience amongst our athletes, that despite not having competition and actually I could imagine in the last one, two years as they were training, they don't know when the next time the games would resume because we really didn't know how things would unfold. So, you know, it's it's amazing in, in that sense. And school games have always been really exciting. In my time, mm. you know, at the old National Stadium, I remember gathering there and watching, especially one of the last marquee events with a 4 by 400 meters relay. Mm. And I hope that these things will get reignited again because the, the grassroots culture is really important, especially at the school's level, to yeah. generate that whole buzz. And I think um, sports as a whole, I think, is progressing. I mean, we have... A lot. I mean, I, I don't look at just purely medals alone, but the number of breakthrough sports we're having, a lot of younger athletes beginning to make their mark at Sea Games level, yep. at the Asian Games, Commonwealth Games level. I think it's really exciting. So it, it's good. It's a good time to be in sports, I think. Mm. And an
0: important aspect is, of course, the nation's fitness. And that's my way of segueing to a comment from a WTS Sonte who says, Mr Tan looks so fit. So, you're, you're an inspiration uh, to the nation, Mr. <laughs> Tan Jin, with your own fitness levels. But let me take your comment about the Singapore Zoo. Very important. And audiences coming back and how the animals appreciate the audiences. Andre, I'm not comparing you to an animal. However, <laughs> what is it like
3: for well, you? That's an we interesting segue.
1: <laughs>
0: he knows where I'm going, you see. <laughs> What is it like from a footballer's standpoint to have crowds back in the stadium? Because I know the Singapore Premier League, I want to give them some support. They're slowly encouraging crowds back into the Singaporean stadiums to watch local football, to watch our (laughs) Singaporean stars and our international players. How is it from a player's perspective to have fans back in the stadium?
3: Mm. Uh, It feels amazing. Uh, Like uh, Mr. Tanjuan said, like people stayed uh indoors for a long time, you know. So even us as a football players, as a sportsman, having the crowd over there, having people, uh maybe maybe they're not even there to su to, to support the football club, just to be in a main event outside, you know, to have fun, to have a special time with their family, with their kids or with their parents or wh- whoever. You know, so for us as well, football players, I lived as I I've played during the COVID, you know, I played with uh without the crowd, without any fans, it's boring. I mean, I, it's it's nice, it's football, it's your life, you do that, but it's such a different um, scenario when you have all the supporters over there. You know, you go to a... I've played games with 90,000 people already, mm. you know, in the, in the crowd watching the game, and I've played games with zero, you know, so it makes a major difference, and it's... But now, to having the fans again, and you when you go out of the of the dressing room after the game there is a few fans that waiting for you there they want to chit chat a little bit they want to they want to take a picture they want to speak with you a little bit you know so i think this contact again this um, creates boundaries with people so uh being back with the with the supporters and have all the supporters over there and also the the stadiums being full like like i said it's like a more like an event than just going out, going outdoors with your family. So I think it's great.
1: Very yeah. Andre, um, if I could just carry on with that line of, of questioning to you. And you, you've played at a number of different clubs around the, around the world, different, different places. And Singapore is, has been developing its own sporting culture in recent years. It still is not to the level where a lot of kids, young people are choosing sports as a career. Uh, we're, we're getting there. We're getting closer. We're having more success in that, in that way. But from a football perspective, how do you encourage young people who maybe have great skills um, and, and could potentially have have a career as a professional sports person how do you how do you talk to them how do you encourage them from somebody who has been there and done it and is doing it now as, as your own profession
3: well i'm i I'm, I'm brazilian so every i think you get 100 kids over there in brazil and if you ask what they want to do when they grow up probably ninety nine of them <laughs> you say <laughs> they, they want to be a football player sure you know so 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 i grew up in a country that football is is football is a is a it's a dream. Everybody wants to be a football player. Yeah. But I think in, in Singapore, like I, I always say to people, like sports gave me everything. You know, if I'm here now talking with you guys and having this pleasure to be here chit chatting with you guys, it's because of football. You know, I've been all over the world. I met people, I made I made good friends. Uh it was a job for me. Of course, I always had the plan B, but sports changed my life, you know. Uh I think the 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 when, once once you grow up and you have that discipline, you know football gave you give you a very good discipline. Mm. So and a respect as well in a you a in a in a kind of way. So I think uh, in the next few years, what I can see in football as well, I always see I like football academies when we go training. Mm-hmm. I've been with uh, Jason McAteer, the Liverpool, the former Liverpool player, last week. We've been to a few academies over here. I mean. You can see probably uh, only a few of them could play football, but it was nice to see that was more than 100 kids there on the beach yeah. having fun, yeah. you know, socializing with another one, especially after after this whole, this long time indoors, you know. So, like, I think... Football, like I said, is about socialized meeting new, meeting new people and having yeah. discipline for the for your whole life. Yeah,
0: and fresh air, and exercise, yeah. and teamwork, and all those other great values. Such know? wonderful comments yeah. from uh, Andre there, uh, Tan Chuan Jin. You know, football has given him an international career. He's traveled the world. He's played in Brazil. He's played in Asia. He's played in Europe. It's given him a great career for himself, a life for his family, and all of the things that you advocate: passion, teamwork, discipline, sacrifice. These are such core qualities, aren't they? I mean, where do you think? Think we're at with our sports culture, uh, Tan Chuan Jin, and where do we need to go?
2: Well, I think the ecosystem has been evolving. I think with uh, sport SG and uh, here, of course, as an OC, it's a much smaller setup. A lot of the responsibilities with organising the major sporting events, but um, competitions. Um, but sport SG, for example, uh, have evolved. I think the whole system, the active SG effort at the grassroots, I think has been really exciting. We talk about football academies at the age group levels. Actually, the age group levels, when some of our kids represent Singapore in regional competitions in Australia and so on, actually the talent pool is really quite amazing and it's growing. Uh, and of course, the, the key is to keep the kids continue playing all the way up to, you know, in secondary school and beyond. So the school environment is really important. So the, the recent plan we've unleashed, a raw. I mean, to, for me personally, looking at the plan, Uh, it's really i think the most comprehensive plan we've had in years in terms of and it starts from the grassroots how do you create a critical mass at a a local school level and we've identified about 10 schools where they're going to really specialize in football and then to build up that expertise bringing in the coaches uh players like andre for example you know playing in singapore they inspire kids as well to be able to see you know top athletes up close and and i guess you know, it's, it's not just about football, right, but sports as a whole. In Singapore, I guess, because, you know, because of our culture, uh, a lot of our parents want our kids to be academically successful and so on. Sure. Um, but we're beginning to have a lot of um, options. You know, you have sports school, you have art school. And I think the idea that there are different pathways um, is beginning to take root to some degree, not to the extent that we like, um, but it is growing. And having that environment where you see people playing, you, you can enjoy it, uh, I think does help create the climate as well. And having that um, sort of roadmap so that parents can see that, look, perhaps, you know, this may not be a lifelong career, but your son, your daughter, and we're also promoting uh, women's football as well, uh, would have, a, uh, you know, interesting possibilities. And then you reach a stage where, okay, you, you're not quite making it to the next level. You can segue back to and doing the normal stuff that everybody does. And you have an extraordinary experience and opportunity because sports brings a very different dimension. As I tell many of our athletes, you know, you have a chance to do something that most of us will never have that chance to do. And it's not as if we're going to be doing that for life. You know, after X number of years, you come back and, you know, this race of life that we're in, it's not as if, oh, I'm like one year behind my cohort or two years. I mean, you know, it's your own, it's it's our own life. It's Mm. our own race. Mm. It's our own timetable. And and the normal stuff that all of us get back to do, we we'll get back to do it anyway. But some of you as sportsmen get a, a chance to do something really extraordinary that and perform and play at the level which we will never get a chance to. Yeah. Uh, why forego that? Because the, the, op- the people that you meet, the experiences, that will shape you for a lifetime. And that actually, in many ways, would enhance your abilities. If you were smart, you will remain smart three years later and go back to school, to university or whatever at that stage. So, Um, But I think it behooves us to create an ecosystem to provide as much support as possible. But hopefully that also allows parents, especially really important, to open up their mindsets as to what might be possible for their children who do have that talent Mm. and passion. Mm.
0: So true. Neil, I I
1: think we need to finish the segment with some predictions for the 15th uh, match on
0: the 15th. uh, huh? Let's do that. But I I must get some of the comments in because I I, I should do that. Uh, There's a comment from Chin Wei who says... um, uh, would Tan Chuan Jin uh, wish for Liverpool to play Man U instead uh, a <laughs>
2: little bit insulted to Andre oh, I, I think now <laughs> we've had crazy matches between Liverpool and Crystal Palace if those of you remember a couple of years back so, absolutely and, I, I think was it a 9-9 score a number of years back absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah but I think I
3: think Neil I think a giant will always be a giant it doesn't matter Man United it's a, it's a massive club you know it's, it, it, it can be in a good in a bad run right now Oh, but it will always be Manchester United
0: no 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 false so modesty a- speaking of giants uh, <laughs> Fuji Ren has said Andre Moritz is there any chance you can get Crystal Palace to let you play 10 <laughs> or 15 minutes against Liverpool
3: uh, I wish I wish I, I, was, I was speaking with the, the guys from, from the club over there because when, when they phoned me to make uh, you know to, to, to promote the game over here and they made me this, this question I say I'll, I'll, let, I'll let up for the club you know for me it would be, it would be a massive pleasure but I don't think it's going to happen because I, I have contract with Hogan United. So yeah. it means uh, even, even there is like a, a sponsorship, you know, like mm. one club is sponsored by one, the other one is sponsored by another one. So I have my contract and I think it, it, it won't happen, <laughs> unfortunately. Spoken uh, like
0: a true professional. Well, as we could get an online petition going and see
3: what we happens should.
1: from
0: the people, right? <laughs> from the, the ruck <laughs> All
3: right. Very briefly, both
0: of you, who are you looking forward to see at the match? Andre
3: first. Uh, I've, I have a few I have a few guys that are playing over there who was, has been there in the club for almost 10 years hmm. uh, Joel Ward is the, the right back he a, was a good friend of mine uh, we stepped in the football club in the same day we signed the contract in the same day wow. he's still there he's a machine this guy works too much and I think Wilfred Zaha uh, Wilfred Zaha probably uh, he is now but people don't say but he is the, the biggest legend of the club he's been there for a long time he's been doing a great job, uh, scoring lots of goals, uh, really school, skillful player. So I'm really hoping to see them over here and show them a little bit of Singapore, which is an amazing city, which welcomed me so warm, mm. so warm, you know, and it's, it's a nice place to be involved with.
1: Tantuan uh, Jin, how about you? What, are you? what are you looking forward to in this match? We know who you think is well, going think to win, this. but uh, uh, what, do you, what do you want to see and what are you hoping to see?
2: I think for Liverpool, it's really uh, not just about individual players. It's it's really a team. I think what Klopp has done, what the team has done, is to really bring a whole work ethic that the team, uh, you know, while they have really great players, but I think you, do, you, you look at every position and look at all of them, the way they perform. Um, I'm not overly really fussed by this or that player, but it's really the collective whole. I think what has really been transformed. And I think Liverpool fans, you know... Um, have been waiting for this day for a long time and the and the whole I guess the change in fortunes isn't just about the players. It's it's a whole spirit. And I think it's a lot that we can learn from it. It's just not about individual players, but how you play for the collective, you play for the coach, you play for the team, you play for the you play for the fans. And I think that 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 that's really on display and it's really what Liverpool represents as a whole and I'm sure many clubs do that. Crystal Palace in a fantastic place right now with Vieira. In charge, and like I said we've had really crazy matches with Crystal. It used to be a well, don't not so much now. Well, I, I, I better touched, but don't say this thing so quickly. But you know, we went through a phase where we lost to Crystal Palace, right? I think towards the end of season a couple of years back, and two seasons in a row. Um, and um, you know, and the Premier League is one of those leagues where any team on its day can beat any team. So it's it's really exciting mm-hmm. that way. And it's
0: great for
1: Singapore. Awesome for Singapore. We do want to encourage everybody to get out. Uh, whether or not either of these teams is your team, go anyway. Go to the Sports Hub. Get a ticket or two. Have a great afternoon, a great evening on the 15th of July at the Standard Charter Singapore Trophy 2022. And uh, watch Liverpool and Crystal Palace duke it out.
0: And before that, get down to Hougang. Watch Andre Moritz. Get live football. There is nothing better than live grassroots football. There is a stadium near you. Go and watch Singapore Premier League in the meantime.
1: Our thanks today to Tan Chuan Jin, Speaker of Parliament, MP for Marine Parade, and Hao Gong United star Andre Moritz. Thanks, gentlemen, to you both for being on uh, Saturday mornings on Money FM.
2: Thanks, guys. Have a great Thank long
1: weekend. you. And
3: you. thanks, Thank guys. You. Have Brilliant. A great holiday. Thank you so thanks. much. Thank you very much, guys.
2: To listen to more great
0: interviews, download our podcasts at MoneyFM893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O.